Hello, and welcome to another episode of Half-Baked Theories. It is another wonderful Sunday evening, listening to the sweet sounds of my dryer as I do laundry, which is one of the activities of a Sunday. And I also consumed, um, actually a tonic, uh, it's a one-to-one, so it's CBD and THC equal parts. Um, it's nice because on the tonic bottles, it shows you on the side, you know, the dosages, so you don't have to take too much. So you can choose um, as little and as much as you want. Um, since we have already acknowledged in previous episodes, I am a lightweight, so I basically have probably a micro shot. <laughs> Um, in order for it to do its magic works, because I don't need much, but you can mix it into a drink. So if you wanted to have like a soda, um, you can actually add it to the soda. Um, I know I did have at one time like a lemon lime soda and mixed it in before, um, for some of my friends and they actually really liked it. And it was nice, like calm little tiny buzz, nothing major. So it's great. I also had a CBD edible because I'm still kind of recovering from an injury. So the CBD helps with inflammation and pain relief, which is fantastic. So that is the journey I'm on this evening. And I think it's time for us to get started with some questions. So, let's fire up this random topic generator, and let's see what the first question is. All right, first question. What is your favorite thing about winter? Ooh, what a cool timing of a question, since we're kind of at the tail end of winter. I guess what was my highlights? <laughs> I mean, I really can't say too much because this winter was super mild. It really was not uh, super cold or anything, so I really can't complain. I think actually I was just cleaning my garden area, and it looks like there is some green still on some of my strawberry plants. So I have a feeling it might survive. So there is that. Um, so winter, winter, winter. Okay, I'm freaking falling off here. Okay, winter, 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 winter. Favorite thing, favorite thing, favorite thing about winter. I have to say cuddling up in a warm blanket. Like, I love the cold personally, and I do love snow falling. So I do um, love driving in the snow when there's no one on the road. Because <laughs> then I don't have to worry about anybody hitting me or I'm hitting them. But I do, I do actually, like, remember I used to drive around, you know, sometimes in, like, empty parking lots in the snow, and it was super fun. So... I do actually like slipping and sliding in the snow. So my favorite thing about winter would be snow, the cold, and warm blankets. 
Alright, let's move on. Alright, this is the question. What is one thing you would change about your home? Hmm. Well, the ongoing theme has been, I wish I had a backyard, so I don't know if it's necessarily what I would want to change with my home. I wish I had a yard. I kind of gave up a yard for a garage. Not upset with choices that I made, but I would, I, you know I want this farm. So, I mean, I need to have an area in which I can have these things. So, if it was something inside my home, it's a tricky one because I've kind of looked into, like, all the things I could potentially change. And I wish I could have a bigger bathroom upstairs, but that's just not realistic with the actual construction because I looked into it just to even see, like, what I could actually do, and nothing seems realistic, so... Um, so other than that, I think I'm just going to, um, settle for, uh, potentially getting one of those massive beds. I did take measurements and it literally will take up half of my room, but I think I want one of those, like, what is Alaskan? It's Alaskan King, those like massive ones. They're the beds that are like beyond king size. Now, that, my friend... I would just turn my bedroom into a whole bed if I could, if I could just, just roll in there. Yes, that would be magical. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, here's a question. What's the first thing you notice about a girl or a guy? Hmm. I think I should give an answer for both because that seems fair. So what is the first thing I notice? Hmm. Okay, so a first thing I notice, now this is where it depends on if we're talking about just like noticing of a human or if we're talking about like what would be the, the attractive noticing. So like if I'm attracted to a dude, what I would be attracted to is, like, the shoulders, okay? That's, like, my jam. For some reason, it's, like, the broad shoulders, standing up tall, that shit. Yes, I will definitely notice you. Um, girls, hmm, what would be the first thing? I think I might have a trained eye for hair, so I always, like, notice notice the hair, you know, like, in proportion with the face. So, regardless of if I, like, think she's attractive or not, like, I, those are going to be the first things I'm going to notice. It's funny because I don't notice men's hair as much. Like, I notice it exists, but it's not a main focus. But for women, I always notice the hair. Yes. And that would be for, like, physical attraction, like, what would be kind of, like, would be attractive and also would be just as a person. Now, for, like, a dude, it just, it's always mannerisms. I feel like I always notice first, like, if the confidence and how they 
project themselves. Like, that is what I notice. Like, because everything else you take time and you have to, like, assess, like, look up and down. But it's, like, you can definitely tell by the the, the aura that they kind of give, right? Like, I feel like that's a thing. That's a, definitely a thing. All right. All right, let's move on to the next question. Okay. If you didn't care at all what people thought of you, what clothes would you wear? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. If I didn't care, if I didn't care, I mean, I guess, I guess it all depends. Like, there's so many factors that factor into this because it depends on, like, the temperature, you know, like, the time of year. Are we indoors, outdoors? Like, is it, you know, like, what kind of event this is? Because it's not really people. It's just, like, functionality. Like, if I dress for function... Because, obviously, I'm not going to be wearing a damn winter coat in the middle of the damn summer, okay? So, I mean, I'm not going to just do that just for the sake of doing that. But I feel as though, obviously, like, I mean, I feel like I already kind of wear what I feel comfortable in. But, I mean, I can see where, like, obviously, if the weather is nice, like, Less is more. I mean, so, like, really, I just don't like wearing a bra, and so I tend to just do that anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. You know, what is it, birthday suit? Is this what we're looking for? I don't know, because you can't do that in the winter. We can't be in the full nakey-nakey, you know, trying to, you know, function. So I feel like comfortable would be it. I feel like I already am comfortable, you know? And I just wear black most of the time, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I don't care what people think. What? All right. All right. Here's a question. Here, here is a question, okay? What animal... Or insect, do you wish humans could eradicate? Ooh. I don't know. I really can't think of any animals. But insects, hell yeah. But I feel like they all have a purpose, right? This is tough. This is tough, tough. I mean... I think the quick answer will always be spiders, but at the same time, they're the ones who kill, like, the freaking uh, mosquitoes and shit like that. And, like, you know, those little fly bugs that get stuck in their little webs. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to get rid of spiders, even though I don't like them. But I feel like, you know, in everything I see in... um Australia, like, if they they have very deadly stuff, like, I feel like we're lucky. I am a little bit more north on the map, so, like, the bugs aren't necessarily that big. But, like, 
I honestly don't see the purpose of a cockroach. Like, I feel like if we could, like, get that done, I, I feel like that would be nice. Unnecessary. Unless it's just because cockroaches live through everything and there's always a, a for, a, like, a source of food. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I can't think about more, any more insects. Now we're going to, uh, move on. Move on. All right, here is the next question. Is teaching a skill that can be taught? Hmm. Hmm. Is teaching a skill that can be taught? Okay. I feel like... I want to say yes, but it's tricky because I feel like everybody can be taught to teach, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're a good teacher. So I feel like if the question was more, you know, can good teaching be taught? I feel like that's something you do have to have within you that is a little bit more than just being a skill that can be ingrained. Because I feel like you can give somebody a format, right? And it could be, you know, an outline of a lesson plan. And a person can, you know, read and instruct and do all that. And so I feel like robotically... Teaching can be taught, but like giving inspiration to people, and it doesn't matter what age, because you know teaching is a is a forever skill, because you're forever learning. That to actually be able to communicate with another person deeper than just speaking on the basics matters. I think the most, the best teachers I've learned from were able to take their personal experiences and things that they know personally and apply it to whatever they're trying to convey to students of any age. So I guess, can that be taught? I feel like the methods can be taught, but I also feel like if you are not a person that's willing to have those experiences to share, that isn't that like basically the difference between being book smart and street smart? You know, like street smart, what has been told, right? Has been the street smart is where you're learning by experiences and tried and true situations, right? And book smart is where you're learning other people's experiences inside books. So they're books that have... Uh, expressions of tried and true experiences from others that led them to that conclusion, right? So, book smart is great because there are different kinds of references, but there's something to be said about having that personal experience to share because it gives a different level of truth. And it comes across a little different. So I don't, I guess, 
part of me, I think it all depends because some students do prefer, you know, the, the basics of lectures and can learn off of just books. But I don't know. I think it's hard because I am a, a very much so an experienced person. I love experiencing these and especially experiencing things firsthand, regardless of what it is. Um, I think it's, it gives a, a completely different, I don't know, a completely different learning experience when you are going through it as the person living the story versus reading the story of another person. So I, I tend to gravitate more on like real life experiences. I think that's probably why I'm not really big into fiction as much. Unless the fiction kind of comes across being something that's like realistic. Like, <laughs> because I, I, I am fascinated on real life experiences and like to be able to experience what that is and maybe even reflect on things in my life that it could be in comparison to. So I feel like that was definitely a lot of action in that direction. So I hope that kind of answered that question. I went on a little bit of a tangent. I reeled it in and now we're back, back to planet Earth. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Here is the next question. <laughs> All right, what, what's your favorite way to waste time? Well, <laughs> I feel like going on tangents when I talk. <laughs> I think I waste time. I feel recently my, my biggest time waster, like if I know I have like a certain level of time, I mean, level, amount of time, <laughs> um, that I can just like fart around and I just need a waste. I, I'm really stuck on YouTube recently. For some reason, there has been some really funny videos that have been popping up. Um, and obviously, too, it's always fun having weird controversials. But I think recently what's been popping up on my feed has been like the best moments of like catfish. And I'm like, for some reason, I don't even understand how they even can get these people to agree to even openly admit that they catfished somebody. It's just, first of all, weird. <laughs> and it's so amazing on how many people waste their time with other people. And, like, they're straight up lying. Like, that's so weird. Why are you lying? I don't know. Luckily, I have never personally had an experience of a catfish. Now, I hope I never was a catfish to somebody else because that would really suck. I mean, I, I feel like I openly express myself true to who I am and I try not to be like fake, fake as fuck, but I feel like, you know, you never know how a person feels duped, I guess. But in these cases, when you watch that show Catfish, like, it is legit catfishing. Like, I don't get it at all. And also, too, some of the people, I'm like, how did the other person even, like, stay on that long thinking that was even possible? Because I think there was one where it's like, when people pretend to be almost like famous people, like, dude, like, of 
of course you're not talking to a famous person, wacko. Like, what makes you think you're talking on just freaking these social medias that you're actually contacting and speaking to the people? Come on. We know enough scammers. There's no freaking way. So, yes. So that is my favorite way to pass time currently. Um, I waste, I think, a little too much on YouTube videos. All right, I think we have... We have one more. One more question. All right, this is the last question of the evening. All right. What do you do to improve your mood when you are in a bad mood? <laughs> well, what do I do to improve my mood when I'm in a bad mood? All right. I guess it depends on the bad mood I'm in. Because if I'm having a rager day, like... Which, I mean, okay, real talk, I don't have too many bad moods, okay? I don't live in them too long. I let them happen, but I don't live there too long. But when I do, I mean, I guess I think about the things that I do have that would be coming up to release that stress anyways, because I uh, weekly go to the gun range, which is uh, very therapeutic. <laughs> Um, shooting guns is always nice. Big bangs are always great. There's something about having control over some, you know, massive fire. It kind of makes you put in perspective of like how big is your problem that you're freaking out about. Um, it changes things up, gives you a little bit more focus. It's funny because I was told it was a very nice way to like reduce stress and like, you know, relieve your bad mood or whatever. Um, years ago, and I actually did not get started into it, um, until last year at the beginning of last year. So, uh, I now understand what she was talking about when she told me that it was a great way to, you know, improve your mood. Um, that there's something about it. At first I was scared out of my mind. It was a very scary experience. It was a little overwhelming, but I think it was neat I also felt like because I was fearful of it, I almost, it almost wanted, like, the inside of me wanted to work on it that much more. I think I tend to gravitate towards things that, you know, when I feel fearful of something, I feel like I need to then conquer it that much more because I don't want it to rule my life. And I think that's also the reason why I even got into it is because we always have the Second Amendment on the docket um, to divide and always is a topic of controversy in many different ways. And I thought I really should actually like understand the safety of it because I feel like how you're supposed to know something unless you know the safety. So thus, that's how I started it. Then it ended up being something that I can use to improve my bad mood. And I feel like Make, uh, letting me have a chance once a week to feel like a badass is kind of amazing. So um, every now and then, you got to have that. And it translates to where I can actually protect myself, which is awesome. And also, too, it keeps me more in, in tuned with, like, what's even happening um, in our country. Because I feel like 
people that don't necessarily know anybody that is even aware of how the laws are forever changing from state to state on a lot of things, it's kind of good to know. It's kind of like that's the reason why we have, you know, accountants, because <laughs> tax laws change all the time. That's why we have lawyers, right? <laughs> because, you know, laws change all the time. And, you know, you need somebody who is keeping up to date with it. So I feel like I'm in charge, being the civilian that I am in this country, to realize that when laws are changing and things are happening, to be aware. Because um, that is important. But other than that, what improves my mood more than anything is my little fur nuggets, my fur babies, all of my babies full of fur. They bring me the most joy. And I can't be in a bad mood ever, even not even for a second when I see their cute little faces and they want to love me all day long. So um, that wraps up our wonderful Sunday on Half-Baked Theories. Woo! All of the questions. I am excited to know what is your thoughts on all of them. And um, hopefully you'll have a wonderful day, wonderful dreams. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> and I'm going to say peace out. Good night. Till next time.